Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Welcome everyone, this is Heather Campbell, and we are so thankful you have joined us on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. Hey everyone, welcome back. Today, I have a special guest, Megan Harless, with us in our episode, and we have had her here before last year, and I am so excited to bring her back in, share all of her knowledge. I feel Like we could probably have her on once a month to talk about all of the things and I would still be learning because she is an expert on all things moving, moving, preparing to move, dealing with things after the move, so many things to know. And even as a military kid growing up, I thought I was prepared until I had to actually coordinate a move as a military spouse. And so I am thankful for resources like Megan to tell us all the things. And a little bit later in our episode, we are going to hear from today's episode sponsor, Armed Forces Bank. But first, Megan, welcome. Thank you for being here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why everyone should trust you the same way that I do for all the questions regarding moving and and all the things. Well, first, thank you so much for having me on again. I always enjoy my time with you and always enjoy sharing information and educating our our community on all the things PCS. So I am Megan Harless. I am an Army wife now of 17 years, the mom of three, and I'm also an army veteran. So I've seen the PCS process from both sides of the coin, from as a service member and also as a spouse. And we have now PCS 11 times in those 17 years. I got involved with PCS reform. If we go back to 2018, and we all remember how that was kind of like a really rough year for a lot of people. There was this little uh, open letter turned change.org petition that kind of floated around for a week and took off and went viral. And I was the author of that petition. And so that kind of got the attention of Congress, Transcom, the moving industry, the services, kind of everybody. And since then, I have worked with all of them to kind of identify what those pain points are that our families go through when we PCS and how we can work together to try to make this process and this experience a little easier and better for our families. I moved that year in 2018. That particular year, my washing machine was broken. They didn't put in the like the bolts. And I think they just sort of stabilized it with pieces of cardboard, which, you know, in general was fine, but showed up and wouldn't work. And we tried to claim it and like, well, do you have proof that it worked before you moved it? I was like, we're a family of five. Why would I move a broken washing machine? Like I've got five people and and my kids were really little. And as you know, little kids, you know, somehow like quadruple the laundry. And I was like, why would I move a broken washing machine? And they straight up, they wouldn't pay for it. Like, like they were like, yeah, we're not going to reimburse you for that. So I do remember that year because we happened to have it and they, they put our stuff in storage without our permission. And then they wouldn't let us file an inconvenience claim. Like you can't file it if your stuff's in storage. And I remember saying, I can if I didn't authorize my stuff to go to storage. You can check the notes. I'll wait. And I was like on hold. And my husband's like, just let it go. I was like, absolutely not. That's not how this works. So yes, thank you for your letter. Thank you for your advocacy. Thank you for all of the conversations you have regarding PCS reform. I love that so many conversations in the military family space are starting to include the voices of military spouses, particularly us more seasoned spouses who have been doing this for, you know, 
more than a decade, like we've seen some things and we've experienced and we've walked with friends through different experiences that we can say, hey, actually, here's where the system breakdowns are. I know you think that it's a well-oiled machine, but let me tell you what it's really like. We're finally being invited into these conversations and we're really seeing lots of things change. I think that we have a long way to go in many areas, but I'm thankful that we're being invited to conversations and also thankful for really brave men and women who stand up and and share and, and do things like you do, like publish an open letter on change.org and send it out into the, you know, online universe and and then, you know, turns into something like, oh, oopsie, that wasn't my plan. Yeah. It, it was a total big oopsie. Um, yeah. Totally was not expecting it. My husband was deployed you know, so involved with many things, three kids, it's like, I don't need another thing on my plate. So sometimes accidental advocacy just kind of happens. And it definitely did then. And um, as you mentioned, you know, spouses being brought into all these conversations, it kind of reminds me of that one insurance commercial where it's like, you know, we know a thing or two, because we've seen a thing or two. Yes. And I'm like, that is definitely our, our military spouse community. When we try to impart some wisdom or information or tell the DOD things, it's like, you know, we know a thing or two because we've been through a thing or two. And let me tell you about it here. Yes, I know exactly what, what company you're talking about. And their commercials are always really just ridiculous stories of like, well, we know how to handle this because this was a real story. And I'm always like, but that's not real. So, yeah. And I think that, you know, we kind of have that same reaction as military spouses. You hear about stories like, how is that possible that these chain of events went down this way? But it happens. And I know that you run an online community with Facebook where I go in there all the time. And even, you know, the things that you post, but things that other spouses share in there about their experiences, about where they're coming against barriers and and successes. Like it has been such a learning curve to see one, maybe what to avoid or, or how to prepare, but also like just learning more about the process. I love that. So um, I know we're going to touch on this later, but like, where do you help people the most other than advocating and being our voice? Where can people like get help if they're wanting to know all this stuff? So you can always join my Facebook group. It's PCS like a pro hyphen your smooth move. And in there, I do a lot of the educating our community on the regulations and the policies. They are great for helping to set the realistic expectations of what you should be prepared for when it comes your time to move. Sometimes, as we know, moves don't go perfectly. Issues happen, things get broken, things get damaged. Sometimes communication is not the greatest. And we're left at the other end wondering like, okay, what do I do now? And so another big piece of everything is helping those uh, spouses, those families kind of navigate what that claims process looks like, and also where do they go to for help? There's so many people that are involved in our moves for what should be what you think is a simple process. And so it's helping them identify like what office at what level should you be contacting to kind of work your way through essentially that kind of chain of command of who do you contact and when do you need to escalate it kind of thing. And so it's just that's probably the biggest part of it is just educating our families on what they need to know, helping them prep for it, and then just helping them navigate when things don't go how they're supposed to. Yes, there, there's so much to learn. Speaking of things to learn, I know that one of the fun things in the military community, fun is what we'll call it, is that everything changes. Isn't that so great? Our zip codes and the regulations. And I am a super type A people pleaser planner. So being married to the military is going, you know, just top notch uh, for me. <laughs> and there's so much that changes. And I know even with the newest, you know, we call it the defense bill, the National Defense Authorization Act. That is a living piece of legislation that gets 
used every year. It gets approved every year. And a lot of times different things get added in to sort of streamline getting things passed for the military community. And I know since we talked last about six months, six or eight months ago, there's been a lot of changes or whispers of things to come that could change. Can you give us an update on some of what the newest things are? I know for us as an overseas family, the rules have changed a little bit about our housing, which is great because my area has a housing shortage. So we we currently have a memorandum. You can't bring your family unless you have approved housing before you arrive. So getting that extension of housing, I know for families coming into my location was a really big sigh of relief. But tell us some of those big things that, that have changed that we need to know. So some of them happened before the uh, defense bill was passed. So going back to late September, we know that Secretary of Defense often put out a, I forget what it's called. Basically, he was like, like taking quality. care of our families. It was a memo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a memo where he said, you know, these are some things that need to happen. He broke down several different categories in there. And one of them was about PCSing. And so in that memorandum about PCSing, it authorized the things that actually went into play here was the extension of our TLE, our temporary lodging entitlements. So TLE is the CONUS side of your lodging entitlements. And currently it was at the time it was only 10 days that you could be reimbursed for lodging expenses. It is now up to 14 days. So at least getting another extra four days for a lot of families makes a big deal. Depending on when we move, where we move, typically in a good case scenario, we are looking at, you know, seven to 12 days of being in lodging because there's usually a weekend in there somewhere. And so housing isn't doing anything then. So getting those few extra days really does make a difference for a lot of families. One of the other things that was in there in regards to PCSing um, we saw was about that housing issues that you kind of brought up here, where uh, locations could do kind of a, an extended housing sort of thing. So you could authorize TLE to be longer than that, or they could request a little bump in what their BAH was. All of that, the commanders have to put in, it has to be approved before it goes in to affect, but he authorized locations to be able to do that. And so we saw some locations get that little extra bump, which definitely helps a lot of families, especially in those higher cost of living areas, just to be able to make housing and living a little bit more affordable. The biggest thing I think that came out of the defense bill that we are all just eagerly waiting for um, to see it implemented, to see how it will be implemented is about pet transportation costs. If you've been around for a little bit, you know that that is a big thing for military families, especially since COVID. A lot of airlines reduced the number of pet spaces they had available. Private pet shippers kind of, uh, that industry kind of exploded. And so did the pricing of moving our pets from one location to the next. I know some families that have spent upwards of ten to $15,000 to be able to move their pets with them, um, usually multiple dogs, big dogs that require the large kennels that require special space, all of that. And so the defense bill authorizes that the, se that the secretary may reimburse up to $550 for CONUS moves and up to $4,000 for wow. O-CONUS moves, which it's a huge thing. That's a huge, if it can go into effect, will be a huge relief to a lot of our service members, to a lot of their families, to their, their finances, their pocketbook, to be trying to figure out you know, how to move their pets. Because right now we see we see it on the groups a lot. It's yeah. who's the cheapest to get there? What's the cheapest route? Or, you know, do okay, I have somebody? Moving, hate to do this, have to rehome my animal, can't afford to take them. And, you know, 
we see, I know in this season that we're in, in, in my spouse's career, we're looking at like 12 to 24 month moves for the next couple of years. 24 months is, is the ideal scenario that the kids can, can get two full school years in, in one place, right? So we're kind of looking at a 12 month rotation for a while. And we're currently Oconus going to and from Oconus 12 months back to back. I mean, at $4,000 to ship an animal, like most military families, myself included, we're barely going to recover from the arrival Oconus financially before we have to turn around and do it again. So I agree. This is if it can get implemented, if the secretaries of each branch get a plan in place to make this a realistic service available to our families, I think that that's going to do a lot for morale and it's going to do a lot for the family's willingness to relocate to some of these locations because we can take all of our families. And, and no, not everyone sees animals as a family member, but my family does. And and he's we've got a dog and he's 11 and he thinks he's a puppy. We call him old pup. But like we would be heartbroken if we were in a situation that we had to leave him behind due to financial reasons. So I love this. And even the memo that came out, you know, from the Secretary of Defense Secretary Austin has taken a really interesting stance on listening to family members and even bringing up family and spouse issues in a way that we haven't historically seen from our service branches and even multiple of the the high leadership really saying, okay, families, we recognize that you're here. You're not going anywhere. You're an essential part of this lifestyle. How can we make this easier for everyone in the family so that our service members stay in the service? So I of course, as a family member, I appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. And we've seen over the last several years, some of the services have done better than other services in terms of trying to give more attention to families and the quality of life for families. I know the Army a few years ago under Dr. Esper, when he was Secretary of the Army and General Milley was the Chief of Staff for the Army, under them, they started a quality of life initiative for the Army, where they've tried to identify some of the biggest thing. So PCSing is one of them, housing is one of them, childcare, education, jobs. And so they're trying to really focus on those now and bring attention to those and try to figure out how do we make this easier for families. And so it's really great to now start seeing at a higher DOD level where they say, hey, like we understand this isn't just an army issue. This isn't just a Navy issue. Like this is a DOD issue and we can do better. And here, let's start doing better. I love it. I have so many questions for you, but we're going to take a moment and pause and hear from today's sponsor, Armed Forces Bank. A full-service military bank committed to serving those who serve since 1907. Armed Forces Bank provides a vast array of affordable and easily accessible financial products to both active and retired military and civilian clients in all 50 states and across the world. When you're in the military, your needs are different and your banking should be too. That's why, no matter where you are stationed in the world, Armed Forces Bank strives to make everything from banking solutions to financial advice personal, valuable, and convenient for you with numerous services, including online and mobile banking tools to help you bank on your schedule. Okay, welcome back, everyone. Again, thank you to Armed Forces Bank for everything they do to support the Mill Housing Network and the Mill Housing Nation podcast. We could not do what we do here without all of their support. So again, thank you to them for today's episode. Now let's get back into it with Megan Harless. We have already been talking in earlier in today's episode about some of the PCS reform, some of the changes we need to know, why Megan is the expert in all things related to moving and why she is one of the contacts that I guard most closely in my phone because I love being able to ask her all the things, which is a really neat part of the military community is finding people 
across different branches who do different things. But I, I tell people all the time, like, I don't know the answer to that, but I know how to find it. And, and I love having these contacts of people like yourself, Megan, who know way more things than I do, who I can ask all the questions. So with that, I want to know what are some of your favorite like products or services? Maybe it's, it's your best friend's blog they started yesterday. I don't know, but, but plug away. Like, I want to know all the things that you have found to make your life easier because I thought, you know, I've got three kids. We had three kids in four years, which it felt like a lot of kids. And sometimes we joke, like, I got all these kids. It's only three, but we have three that aren't even preschool age. Like, it feels like a we lot. We have three slots. You're no longer man to man defense. You have to, like, go to zone defense. And so you feel like you're outnumbered sometimes when they're both chanting McDonald's in the backseat. And you're yes. just like, I've got a crock pot meal at home that's cooking. And it's cooking. Yes. I love that you referenced that because we had two boys and my husband played football in college. He went to the Air Force Academy and was on the offensive line. And I was a cheerleader for Nebraska. And if you know anything about the University of Nebraska, we love our football. We are not fair weather fans. Like we hang in there on the really bad years. And lately we've had a lot of really bad years. We've had the consecutive sellouts for NCAA since 1963. Like every home game, they, they set a new record. So all that to say, we really love football. And our baby announcement for my third baby was my boys who were one and two on one side of the line of scrimmage and my husband and I on the other side and a football in the middle. And we said switching to zone coverage, like fall, you know, whatever the year was. So it's totally a thing. And, you know, most of our friends got it. Some of mine didn't understand. (laughs) We're like, well, you know, we're we're switching to zone coverage because we're outnumbered. So yes, all that to say, I thought that life would get easier as my kids were getting older. And you know, we've moved out of the season of like pulling TVs on our heads and eating Legos. Like we've moved past that. Everyone can toilet and shower alone, usually except for mom. But there's different things that are, are more difficult. Now there's more emotions involved in the moves. And, and I'm using more of my brain for parenting, not so much to keep them alive, but to keep everybody sane and stable. And all that to say, I feel like there's less of me available than ever before. So please tell me your favorite things to like make this easier because we have a move coming up and I am going to be furiously taking notes because I need to know all the things. So I'm going to, I'm going to plug a couple of other military, either spouse owned or veteran or affiliated in some way companies. The first one is going to be called a company called Box Ops. And I wish everybody could see it. Heather here can see it. So oh my Box Ops are these moving labels. So if you're in my group, you know, I'm a big fan of moving labels. These are labels that say like bedroom or kitchen they're brightly colored. You put them on your box and it just kind of helps make moving day, at least delivery day, a little bit easier because they go around the corner. Like, I love that. You can see it from two different sides of the box. They're beautiful. And then the bright label that goes on the bedroom. This has been an art project in every house we move into is we go get construction paper and crayons for the kids. Cause what's more exciting than, you know, fresh construction paper and crayons. And I outline the words in permanent marker. And I'm like, kids go color that. And we put them on every door. So I love um, that now that my kids are kind of outgrowing art projects and they just want to play on their electronics. Now I can just put this beautiful label on the door. Yeah. So the great thing, as you said, these wrap around an edge so you can see them from two sides. It gives you a place to write the box number because we know sometimes those inventory stickers fall off, right? So after they put it on there and you go to put this label on there, they have a spot where you can write down what that box number is. So if it falls off, you still know. You can write on it the location. So if it's like, up, if you're in a home with like multiple stories, 
you can write like, you know, is it downstairs? Is it the main floor? Is it upstairs? And then she's got color coded door hangers that go with it. So that way your crews are literally just matching colors to colors. And it makes delivery day so much easier because you are spending less time directing traffic and more time looking at your items to see what the damage is on your furniture, checking off box numbers to make sure everything arrived. It's just, I love it. It makes everything so easier. My, our crews love it too. Every time I've used them, when we've had a crew, they're just like, this is so awesome. Like the green bedroom box goes into the door that has the green bedroom sticker on it too. Like I love it. This is me our first time using them. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a newbie. And okay, so you put the labels on as the rooms are packed up, right? So I'll go through and I'll, I'll slap these labels on, write the box number on it, put the label on the box. And then in new location, what do you do if, because I know this sounds crazy, you might have a different floor plan in the new house, or you might not know what the next place looks like. You can still base it on the house that you left, knowing what's in those boxes and then sort of delegate from there where you want them to go, right? You can't, yeah. So the way that I do it is when they tell me like, hey, this room is done being packed, I go in there, I double check it because sometimes things get forgotten under a bed. Sometimes things get forgotten on a shelf or in a corner of a closet. So I always wait and do it after they say this room is done. So I can put eyes on the room to know that it is done. Some people will have their crews do it. I like to do it myself because it allows me the opportunity to put eyes on every single box. Now, Harless doesn't sound like a hard name to spell, but sometimes it is. And we've had one move where our name was spelled five different ways. And so I always carry a black Sharpie marker with me as well. And so it gives me the ability to put eyes on the box and make sure our name is spelled right. I put the label on there. And then I also look to see what they have listed as the contents of the box. And sometimes I add a few more descriptive words on there. So that way, when it comes time to delivery and it comes time to unpack, I can prioritize what gets unpacked. Because a box labeled closet items, I may not need to unpack it, but if those closet items in that box are my kids, like five pairs of shoes that aren't traveling with us. And now he needs his water shoes because we're going to the beach type of thing. Like, right. It's important to know, like, that's the box. Yeah. We had one move where half of our boxes, they, it was frantic and the packers weren't done. The loader showed up. Anyway, they moved everything that hadn't been packed yet into the garage so that the things that were packed in the house could be done. So I kid you not, half of our boxes were labeled Campbell which also can be spelled lots of different ways. Campbell garage knickknacks. And the backside of the move was a nightmare because half of our boxes. So then when we got there, they unloaded all of these knickknacks and it was like nursery items and bathroom. And I had a a baby play mat with a DVD floating around on top, not wrapped. And on top of that, a toilet brush. Like, yeah. Um, We've had some creative packing as well. Um, (laughs) So this, I mean, it helps keep things organized and makes that delivery day easier. So you're you're not spending time directing traffic. You're not trying to figure out what is written on that box to determine which bedroom it goes in. You're just matching label color to label color. Love it. Um, so box ops, one word. It's amazing. Another military spouse owns it. Uh, she has different packages you can buy depending on how big your home is and how many labels you have. I'm a big... Uh, go big or go home person. So I bought like her biggest package. We also own a lot of stuff. We always have like 400 line items. So I'm just like, I'm not running out, but definitely go check her out because she is amazing. The next product I want to pitch to you is called List and File. Another military spouse owns this company. This is like put my PCS binder template together with List and File and you just have like a baby of amazingness. 
So list and file, Liz over there, they're basically binder tabs that help keep your PCS binder organized. Now she has other ones for like education. So if you need to help keep your kids' educational things organized while you're PCSing from place to place, she also has a life binder. So you can start gathering all that life document stuff that you need, like your will and your insurance forms and all of that. But I love the PCS one because it kind of helps keep you organized as well. She's got one in there for like the actual moving stuff, the inventory, all of your different accounts that you need to have setting up and remembering to turn off as well. Um, So I just, I love, again, put that together with mine and you have this binder, this PCS binder of awesomeness Um, because hers is like, let's organize it. And mine is like, here's all the information to go into all of her binder tabs that you have. Yes. Tell us yours. Like what, what is yours? Like we need to know. So, so on my website, pcsecpro.org, you can go and find, uh, I make it easy. It's a downloadable binder that you can go and get. It's only a few bucks. It's not much, but it's like everything that you kind of need to know. So it kind of sets up similar to Liz, but I give you the whole acronym sheet. I give you the checklist. I give you the reference form. So when you assign your TSP, you can write in there like your move coordinator's name, the phone number, the email. So you have it and you're not playing that game of, oh, we've got a question. Let me go through my 5,000 emails and figure out which one is actually them. Um, or, oh, we need, in my brain. <laughs> or, oh, we need to call them. Let me go down this Google rabbit hole and hopefully I find the right company. Let me find where I put that card in the shuffle of papers and hope that my children haven't picked it up and unraveled my entire stack. Yeah. So it's everything to help keep you organized. Like I say, take mine and take Liz's binder tabs and put them together and your organization for your move will be like the best thing ever. And then the third one I want to tell you about so my top three here, box up, list and file. And then this one is called Military No Stress PCS. This is a veteran-oriented company ran by a group of realtors, real estate agents. But they also offer the services of where they will do the research for you. You know, when we get our orders and we are like in the groups trying to find all the information, where are we going to live? Tell me about the schools. Tell me about the neighborhoods. Tell me about you know, the gymnastics team there and the music lessons and the hair salons, everything that you need. Yes. Cause it's so much more than just, Hey, I need a house of the right price and the right size. Right. But there's so much that goes into caring for your family as they're getting older, like extracurricular activities. I thought kids got cheaper when diapers stopped, but I was wrong. No, (laughs) not at all. Especially when they start doing competitive stuff and traveling teams and then you're trying to figure out how to sell a kidney on the black market to afford it all. But military no stress PCS, they take that headache and that stress away from you. You can call them and you can say, hey, I'm moving to uh, Fort Hachuca. I need to know about these seven things. And they will go down those rabbit holes for you. They'll find out in the spouse groups, you know, the recommendations for things. They'll go down the Google trail of it all. And then they provide you the top, you know, however many you want the top the top five of recommended things. So that way then you don't have to figure it out. And then you can just look at those top three things and then decide from there, which one you want to go with. It saves us a lot of that time of trying to, you know, sit there and do all that. So now we have time where we can go and pre-pack and we can go and dust our furniture and make sure our laundry is done and put the labels on our boxes. And we're not sitting there trying to, to research everything. They do all of that 
for you. Yes, that's so good. It's so true. Like what I said, you know, my brain space is less available than than it's ever been. And, you know, I'm thankful to know about um, things. I haven't heard of military, no stress PCS, but I am going to a popular location this late summer, I guess this fall, we're heading to the East Coast and it's a very big military hub where we're going. So I know there's going to be lots of information there. And this is the first time in seven years that we've gone to a new location. The first time we lived in Alaska was completely new. And then we went to Montgomery, Alabama, which was very familiar. So we didn't do a lot of that deep diving because we knew the area and like we bought our house sight unseen because we knew where we wanted, you know, all those things. Then we came back to Alaska. So this is the first time since my babies were babies. I say babies loosely. My boys are nine and 10. But the last time we went somewhere new, they were one and two. So it's a totally different ballgame of what to consider with the move. So I'm thankful to know about them. And I know also Mill Housing Network, which owns the Mill Housing Nation podcast, they have real estate professionals in, I think, eight different locations nationwide. So if there's anybody listening who is interested in learning about buying a house or looking for rentals or wants to get connected with a rental agent. I know in some big cities, you you even use like a broker or an agent to find rentals. So if they don't have anyone for those specific areas that you're moving, they have connections. As we know, the military spouse community is small. So they're going to be able to help connect you specifically regarding finding your place to live, which can be stressful. The, the place I'm looking, we're going to pay out of pocket a lot to, to move there. So I'm thankful to know about services like this that give us back some of that brain space because ultimately I found the hardest part of being a military family isn't even the relocation. The the moving isn't the difficult part or setting up community isn't the difficult part. I can carry that burden, right? I can take care of it. But I think the hardest part for me has been carrying that burden for my children and creating consistency for them and being emotionally and mentally available to be the foundation for them and the glue that holds us together. Our last move, we called it a breakup. You know, we had to break up with our town and nothing was wrong. And we really love our town and we wish the relationship could last, but we had to break up. I was trying to be there to support my children who were heartbroken, but I also was really heartbroken. And and it was a lot of mental and emotional work to hold us together. So Anything that I can outsource from my brain space to people who have got it down to a great process is great because no one else can be there for my children. No one else can support my spouse. No one else can take care of me. So I'm all in for outsourcing what I can so that I can save the best parts of me for my family, which is ultimately, you know, the hardest job in being in the military is being in the military family, believing in the mission, supporting the mission, but ultimately kind of being on your own to support yourself and take care of yourself. So that's the most important job, I think, and hardest. It definitely is. Yeah. Yes. Well, before we close out, please give us any last parting thoughts and also let us know where we can find you. Of course, I follow you on all the things because I want to soak in all the goodness from your brain, but share with our listeners where they can find you and where they can learn more about all of the work that you do. So you can find me. Uh, I'm most active on Facebook. There is a public page called PCS Like a Pro. You'll see me in my pink shirt that says Master Mover. And then you can also find me in our Facebook group, which is PCS Like a Pro dash Your Smooth Move, because our goal is to help you have a smooth move. So if you're preparing for a PCS this year here in 2023, just do your best. Be educated on what the regulations are. We have them all posted in the group for easy reference. Do what you can to be prepared. Now you don't have to go dust every little thing and prepackage every little thing. But have a game plan of how you want 
your move to go. When you meet your crews, tell them what you want done. For me, we always pack uh, my my kids' rooms first because I need them to stop putting stuff in our car pile. And I want my kitchen <laughs> packed last because I like to cook up until the very end because we're eating out for two weeks at a minimum. And I need to not start that before we leave our home. So I always say, hey, can we start here and end there? And they're always more than happy to accommodate. So have that game plan. But most importantly, know that you do not have to do things alone. You don't have to go through this alone. It's a stressful time. It's a lot of chaos, not just for ourselves, but for our children as well. And so as a military spouse, I know many of us came up in the, the life frame of, you know, you can do it all. You don't need to ask for help. You're so yeah. brave and strong and resilient. And sometimes we just want to go whack people with a baseball bat. Don't do that. Moving is not a good reason for jail. But you can ask for help and you shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. And it's okay to ask for help. And there's no shame in that. So if you find yourself in a bind during your PCS at whatever stage you're at, please don't hesitate to reach out. I will do my best to help guide you with whatever it is that you are going through. Don't be afraid to ask your neighbor like, hey, I've got these people coming to my house to pack. Would you mind like helping me just be another set of eyes? If something looks a little weird to you, can you just let me know and I'll handle it? Just don't be afraid to ask for help. We all need the help. It doesn't mean you're weak when you ask for help. It just means you're an extra stronger person because you realize you need the help and now you're seeking it. So don't go through the move alone. We're here for you. We've got you. If you need a cheerleader, just let me know. I'll give you whatever pep talk it is you need, but don't go through it alone. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Okay. Well, thank you again for being here. Um, To everybody listening, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. We appreciate the feedback and comments that you have shared with us as we continue to support our military community. Thank you all so much for being part of the Mill Housing Nation. We appreciate you. The Mill Housing Nation is where you will always have a community no matter where you are stationed. 